Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. This is my top five Jason Reitman films. This is a director that I have enjoyed watching all of his films. I, there, I enjoy all of his films. There's no movie of his that really didn't hit in some way. And all of his movies tend to have kind of similar themes in a lot of ways. Uh, a lot of movies examining old life versus new life, kind of uh, characters passing the torch from kind of the old ways of doing things to new ways of doing things, characters evolving or changing, which I guess is kind of a similar thing in all movies is characters changing. But really having that change of like the way things were for the new ways of doing things. You're seeing a lot of characters passing the torch to the new generation or holding on to the past, uh, not wanting to change, fearing that change. Uh, so I appreciate that. I appreciate that they all kind of have those similar themes. Um, they're all well-made films. It's not necessarily a stylized director that you would necessarily be able to p pick out his films just by watching them but somebody that makes solid films uh somebody that works with a lot of similar actors which is kind of common for directors to work with similar actors uh he's written a lot of his own films he's directed uh, a few diablo cody scripts and uh this is my top five of his films which i think he's done about nine films this is my top five Jason Reitman films. Let's get into it. Starting off with my fifth favorite Jason Reitman film. This is a film that I watched for the first time in preparation for this list. It is a film that features a rare dramatic performance by Adam Sandler. Uh, and that movie is coming in at number five, Men, Women, and Children. This is a very horny movie. All of the characters in this movie are preoccupied with sex, but that's not the necessarily the only thematic aspect of this film. Uh, in many ways, uh, you know, we have an ensemble cast, uh, different generations, but all of these people really struggling with the life and balance of technology and how technology has really... Uh, kind of infected human life and this movie also uh, attempts to show how the internet and technology in a lot of ways was more impactful to our generation than 9-11 this movie came out in 2014 uh, there's an aspect of the movie where these kids are given a project to interview their parents about what they remember about 9-11 and a lot of that is, you know, fear that came out of 9-11, but also it was a turning point with technology. It was a time when people started getting cell phones regularly, when internet, high-speed internet was becoming more available to people. And this movie is really showing how people in many ways are struggling with technology, are struggling with the internet. You have a family, who the daughter is like uh, a, a model and the mom runs the website and she maybe goes a little bit too far 
with what she offers people as far as quote unquote modeling. You have uh, online gaming. You have people. You have uh, another mom played by Jennifer Garner that looks into every single thing her daughter does online, looks at all of her chats, looks at all of her conversations, really trying to be the most helicopter parent you could possibly be. The most, by far the most cringeworthy character I can think of in any movie. Just like the amount of trouble this woman causes by trying to monitor every small detail of her daughter's life is just infuriating. Uh, but it's it's a, a movie that kind of is a bummer, but I enjoy how it's examining this very unique point in time of human history. This time where, as a society, for many gener- for whether it's the adults of this movie or the kids of this movie, like how everybody's struggling to adapt to using this new technology. Um, and again, I said very horny movie. It's also a movie where, you know, obviously internet porn is a massive aspect to giving people access to pornography instantly compared to pre-internet where you just had to like stumble upon porn in the forest or have uh, an adult who leaves out their magazines, you know, and that's porn was magazines for the most part, maybe a movie here or there, but it wasn't like a website away with people who wanted to be cheat on their spouses you know, having access to uh, escorts or, you know, dating websites like Ashley Madison type of things where married couples can go and meet each other discreetly. Like this, this movie really, really examines and illustrates all of the different problems that, that are, are new problems for people to deal with. And a very interesting point in time. Like I think where we are in 2022 is like some of these things no longer i would imagine no longer exist but anyway very impactful film uh despite it being a bummer it made my list here at number five uh men women and children moving on to my number four favorite jason reitman film this is a movie that is just a solid movie it's you know a movie again about uh, the old ways of doing things, passing of the torch. Uh, it, it discusses the influence and impact of technology on different industries. Uh, but this movie coming in at number four is Up in the Air, uh, starring George Clooney, uh, a movie about a guy whose job it is to go to companies and fire people. So when companies are laying off a bunch of people, they will, they will hire an outside firm to come in and handle all of that because they're too scared to do it themselves. And George Clooney is the best. It is his lifestyle of choice to be traveling, constantly traveling, living in hotels, living out of a backpack. He's also a motivational type speaker about about life and and what you have as attachments. This movie is also about the the personal connection the analog connection versus digital connection because his industry is being converted into more of a virtual service where people will be able to basically skype in and it illustrates how having that personal connection is more meaningful but also 
illustrates how that personal connection is more meaningful, meaningful in actual romantic relationships, which George Clooney is somebody who's struggling to, to understand that aspect of his, his uh, life as well. Uh, Anna Kendrick is in this playing kind of the, the woman who is in essence being the, the one the torch is being passed to. Um, and I really enjoyed it. It's like it's a solid movie about love, about purpose, about what your dreams are, what your goals are, how potentially your goals and dreams uh, can change as you as you change and evolve. Uh, but very good. Number four, up in the air. Let's take a little break from the Ray Taylor Show to promote my live art streams. That's right. I am an artist as well as a podcaster, and I paint live every Thursday at 4.20 Pacific Time. Head on over, the best place ever for streaming, youtube.com slash inspired disorder. That's right. Every Thursday at 4.20, you can watch me paint the many faces. Every week, I paint seven new faces of abstract portraits, ink on paper, and you can watch that happen. You can hang out with me while I listen to a classic episode from one of my favorite podcasts. Head on over to youtube.com slash inspired disorder and check it out. Say hi. Let's hang out. Let's have some fun. And let's paint some faces. Now let's get back to the show. Moving on to my third favorite Jason Reitman film. This one is also, I believe, the very first Jason Reitman film. Uh, and this movie has the, the lead of this movie is pretty much an anti-hero, I would say. Uh, somebody that you definitely look up to, but he's a horrible person. Uh, but a great movie nonetheless. And it's an independent movie I remember loving when I first saw it when it came out in 2005. And uh, really enjoyed revisiting it for this list. Coming in at number three is Thank You for Smoking. This one starring Aaron Eckhart. I think maybe the first time I had seen him in a movie. He plays a lobbyist for the tobacco industry. Uh, he is part, he's uh, friends with people who are lobbyists in the, for the gun and, to, and alcohol industries. Um, and he is very much a anti-hero. Uh, you know, but really also this movie exposing just how disgusting lobbyists are and really illustrating how broken our government is to have these industries influence uh, influence just everything in 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 all in effort for profit and, you know, profit over people in all ways. And this movie is you know in some ways a disgusting look at it but also interesting to see how he's able to spin all of these negative situations finding the positive aspects of it really showing how like part of it is him showing his kid how to debate how to control a discussion or a debate in order to be a win-win for you uh, which is something that a lot of trolls i think were inspired by watching this movie uh, a lot of trolls try to do a similar thing with their online arguments um you know and it's it also shows the propaganda uh that that proliferates everything in our society the reasons why 
we have we live in a world where our government is trying to ban uh jewel specifically the company jewel vapes not vaping in general just a specific company is being banned but meanwhile cigarettes are still the thing that literally causes cancer cigarettes are still available like that just it just goes to show the kind of power like lobbyists have and these industries have that they they create a product that is well known for causing cancer for killing a lot of people these lobbyists when they get together they joke about their body counts you know in a lot of ways this movie exposes all of these industries and and really highlights how disgusting they are and how disgusting the uh, lobby lobbyist groups are really liked it and again to sit in the same theme as many of jason reitman's movies uh this is a movie about somebody who's moving on from being a lobbyist from finding a career that's something that's more positive to society than just helping cigarette manufacturers continue to poison and kill humans uh at a at a historic rate so coming in at number three is thank you for smoking this one written and directed by jason reitman moving on to my second favorite jason reitman film this movie i would say is by far the most different film jason reitman has made uh this is by far the most fun movie jason reitman has made uh he is one of the co-writers he is the director obviously and this is a movie again that is passing the torch this is a movie that is talking about uh the generations the passing of the old generation versus the new generation and that movie i'm talking about coming in at number two is ghostbusters afterlife i recently watched this and reviewed this movie probably a month ago and i absolutely loved it i felt like it honored the original ghostbusters movie uh, which, you know, previous Ghostbuster remakes I don't believe did at all. Uh, this one really honored the the OGs, showed a lot of respect. It also had, you know, a really fun movie, very exciting movie. It introduced us to a whole new generation of Ghostbusters. Uh, there are going to be more movies uh, following this movie that Jason Reitman is going to be involved with, which I am very excited about. Uh, very much a passing of the torch of from the old generation of Ghostbusters to this new generation of Ghostbusters. Um, you know, a great legacy sequel that that, you know, acts as a sequel, but also especially in the second half of this film is very much a remake of the first movie. There are beat for beat uh, aspects of this movie that are the same as the first one which I was there for. I did not care. I enjoyed it. Some people felt that as a negative. I enjoyed it. I did not mind it. Uh, I absolutely loved it, uh, despite the fact it was beat for beat. One of the most fun movies I've seen this year uh, and uh, just made me love Ghostbusters all over again. Uh, you know, how it paid respect, even... Even bringing a character and an actor back from the dead, which generally I don't like in movies, uh, but it fit 
thematically it fit perfectly with this movie and i think it honored that person uh and that character in a great way uh so coming in and number two is ghostbusters afterlife let's take a little break from the show to promote the many faces that's right i am also an artist I do ink paintings on paper of abstract faces. A new face, a new painting gets released every single day over at InspiredDisorder.com. So head on over to my website to purchase original artwork directly from the artist. Also, there are prints available for select images. Head on over to InspiredDisorder.com, buy original art, Buy prints if that's your jam, if you want 8x10 prints on high-quality paper. Also, if you're looking to wear some art, there are shirts available with original artwork by myself. Select faces from the many faces are also available in t-shirt form. You go to InspiredDisorder.com, you buy original artwork, you buy prints, you buy shirts, you're supporting an artist directly and if you're the type of person that likes to invest in nfts there are also nfts available for select faces go to inspireddisorder.com now and now let's get back to the show i'm moving on to my favorite jason reitman film this is a film that i feel is like next level the script is amazing the performances are amazing again this is a movie about uh people changing people trying to hold on to the past uh people you know having a, a a crisis in life as they're changing not wanting to be this new person not wanting to be uh, an adult not wanting to let go of their past and their 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 youth uh and a movie that blew me away and that movie coming in at number one is tully uh, this movie come, came out in 2018, starling, starring Charlize Theron, uh, written by Diablo Cody. Spoilers for my Diablo Cody draft. Also my favorite Diablo Cody film, uh, written by Diablo Cody. I think this is a next-level story. I think the, the themes of who you are as a person uh, as you get older... Uh, who you are, how much of you changes, uh, not wanting to let go of your past despite the fact you are a completely new person. Uh, also, the horrific idea of having children, which as myself, a 41-year-old bachelor, the idea of having multiple children as well as the addition of a newborn uh, just seems like an absolute nightmare to me. That is a horror film. The beginning of this movie is very much a horror film to me. Uh, it is it is insane that people actually do this. Uh, and the way this is written and performed, I absolutely love this movie. And there's the twist that happens is reminiscent of some other movies that I really enjoy. And uh, it really, really showed that Diablo Cody is capable of writing really next-level scripts. And it is told in the best way by Jason Reitman, this crazy story of a woman who's having her third child. Uh, she's married. Marriage not going that great. It's not going bad, but the romance is gone. And 
just the the constant struggle of being a par- a parent and uh not necessarily wanting to change not necessarily wanting to have help um and also a story about kind of like a midlife crisis kind of like a little detachment from reality uh but a beautiful film i absolutely loved it it was great uh and levels above as a piece of art uh than everything else uh that diablo cody and jason raymond has done and uh i really do enjoy their their team-ups despite the fact that the other two movies he directed of hers didn't make the list I do enjoy when Jason Reitman directs Diablo Cody scripts. I think they are great. Uh, And I do enjoy all of Jason Reitman's stuff. But Tully is by far my favorite Jason Reitman film. Now, of course, honorable mentions. uh, I really did enjoy Labor Day. That almost made number five a very unique kind of love story. Uh, about an escaped convict to you know kind of these this single mom kind of uh you know uh single yeah single mom you know kind of falls in love with kind of finds a new spark of life in in this convict that she gets forced into interacting with and it, it just by the end of the film i it really got me uh but wasn't enough to to make it to the list uh, young Adult, another Charlize Theron, another Diablo Cody script. Uh, just a movie that's very interesting. Again, a movie about, you know, w- the past versus the present, kind of moving on and changing, uh, letting go of the past or trying to hold on to the past. Uh, but the character, Charlize Theron's character in Young Adult is just a disgusting person. <laughs> I just didn't like that character. And uh, it's it's despite the fact I enjoy the movie, despite the fact I think it's got some interesting stuff in it, uh, it couldn't make my list because of that. Uh, moving on, the front runner is interesting. It's a movie about how politics changed in the U.S., how pol- politicians turned into celebrities, and uh, you know news organizations turning into more like tabloids, kind to dig up dirt on politicians rather than focusing on what the politicians are trying to do in politics. Uh, A solid movie, but, um, you know, just, uh, you know, politics, that's tough. It's tough for me to put it on a top list. Definitely a good movie, though. Uh, And then, of course, Juno is a lot of fun. I don't like Juno as much in my rewatch of it. I loved it when it came out. It definitely has a lot of charm. Uh, But again, where we're at, with uh you know the overturning of roe versus wade to have like this this like fairy tale this like pro-life fairy tale of like effortless adoption uh when a teenager decides to keep a baby and just how effortless everything is to find people to adopt and to afford everything that happens and just it just feels like a very fairy tale view of what a lot of pro-life people think it is to not get an abortion when it probably is the smart decision instead of a teenager bringing a new life into this world. Uh, but anyway, 
I, I do love the movie, but I, I, you know, there, there are reasons why those movies didn't make my list, and there's reasons why I put the, the movies because they, they, they hit. They, they are talking about themes and things that I really appreciate. Uh, so one more time, this is my top five Jason Reitman films. Starting off with number five is Men, Women, and Children. Number four is Up in the Air. Number three is Thank You for Smoking. Number two is Ghostbusters Afterlife. And my number one favorite Jason Reitman film of all time is Tully. Let me know how you would rank your favorite Jason Reitman films on Instagram, on social media. Hit me up in the comments. Let me know. I would love to hear it. Give me your arguments for why, how I made my mistakes. Uh, but yeah, that's it. That's uh, it's a joy to watch his films. I'm excited to see whatever he does. He's a great director, hands down. Just knows how to tell a story, and uh, definitely even can step into that kind of big blockbuster, really fun spectacle type of a movie with the Ghostbuster uh, remake. And uh, I'm excited to see what he does with those future movies. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.